Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Hey, everybody. Welcome to A Free Solution. I am so happy to have you here this afternoon. Larry Sharp here. Also, by the way, host of the Sharpway Show. You can always follow me there if you like. But I'm here on WYSL, Rochester, New York. W-E-N-Y-E-N-I, Elmira Corning, The Patriot. And W-A-C-K, Newark. New York. That is the cool Newark. 585-346-3000. Well, there's clearly a lot going on. Um, I understand that um, people are upset. A lot of stuff. Oh, I'm hearing a major echo. Is that me? I hope it isn't. How about now? Maybe it's better now. So let me see if I can talk about the biggest issue here, I think everyone's talking about, which is the vaccine passport. I know people are upset with the vaccine passport. I know they are. I I get it completely. The, the worry that I have the concern that I have. The, the biggest issue that I have is that the government's controlling it. And people are like, well, wait a minute, Larry. Isn't it bad no matter what? Isn't it terrible no matter what? It's bad, but there are some good things about it. The first good thing is that it's using blockchain technology. That's a good thing. That really is a good thing. It's more secure. We're moving towards the future. Not a bad idea, right? That's not a bad idea. The good, the bad part is it's sponsored by the government. And why does that matter? Because the second that it's sponsored by the government, it becomes the thing. It becomes important. It becomes valid. And it will eventually become the norm. Why? Government grifters. This is going to create an industry, just like certain insurances, uh, certain compliance. And that's why companies like Microsoft and Walmart and CVS and Salesforce, they're all trying to get in. Because they know that once the government says this is the thing, they will all get government money. And there is nothing that these people love more than government money. Big business loves government money. Creating by default a government-sponsored oligarchy or monopoly, pushing the small people out, and we will have no choice except to follow. You might say, okay, well, Larry, you're kind of exaggerating. Come on now. 
What did you think after last year? For those who are so upset now about, oh my God, the government's overreaching. Wasn't it overreaching last year when it decided that we could leave our homes or not? Whether we could go to our house, sorry, go to our businesses or not? This was obvious. We shouldn't be surprised. People were talking about it last year. I'm not surprised. I'm not happy, but I'm also not surprised. It's happening across the world. China's doing it, Israel's doing it. And this is why it's a problem. China has already started the grifting. China's now saying that in their future, with their vaccine passport, you must get the vaccine that's made by a Chinese company. I'm not joking. That's gonna be the next step. They were talking about it already. You can't come to the country unless you've had a Chinese vaccine. So does that mean you have to get two vaccines if you had another one? Or you can't go to China? Now, of course, Chinese companies want this. They're grifting. They're forcing you to take their product. How awesome is that for them? So now, in America, is the same thing going to happen? Once whatever is the company that, that wins this thing, aren't they going to go, well, you have to have our vaccine because our vaccine's the right one? And I know someone's going to say, Larry, come on, it's okay. It's for our health. I get that. I understand that concept completely. But is it actually going to work? Why do I say that? Well, while blockchain itself is absolutely the safest of the safe, I agree with that concept. There's still a very important piece. Garbage in garbage out those of you in the tech world know exactly what i'm talking about if the wrong info goes in the wrong info's in i like the security of blockchain once it's in but what happens when you put garbage in you get garbage out well larry it's not going to be garbage it will be some there will be errors of course there will be humans but more important what if i'm wealthy what if I'm wealthy and I want to go to China and I got, I don't know, a $2 billion deal in my back pocket and I'm heading over to China. China's going to go, sorry, Mr. $2 billion deal. You can't come over. No. They're going to put the data in their machine that says, Larry's good. Is that going to change here in America? No. As always, the wealthy will get whatever they want. But Larry, you can't have exceptions. Well, they're going to have them, aren't they? Can pregnant women get the vaccine? I would assume not. So they're going to have to have an exception if you're pregnant. So there'll be an exception. How about people who they know will have a bad reaction? They're not going to have those, right? So there we go. There's going to be some, there will be some way to have an exception. And it won't just be the people who medically they deem to be exceptional it'll be those financially who they say is exceptional absolutely so again the wealthy win and here's the best part it's vaccines so where's your liability if you're wrong there is none that's how that works so i get to government grift force my oligarch 
oligarchy or my monopoly on the country, the first the state, then eventually the country, maybe the world, who knows, however that works, then I have no liability and guaranteed government money. Win, win, win. Of course, if I'm a big company, I'm like, this is the best thing in the world. Why wouldn't I want this? And if I'm going to start giving my money to politicians, they're like, I, I get to do this? Act like, like I care about my people? And I get your cash? <laughs> win, win, win. This situation is nothing but a win for the elite. Without question. Nothing but a win for the elites. And, and they're going to tell you, it's for your safety. Because they care about you. They don't care about the literally billions of dollars that will be transferred into their funds. Your safety. That's the part that drives me crazy. Is that while I talk about this, I'll be one of, of the few people who will say the reality. It's about government grift. It's about the elite trying their best to gain more and more and more. It isn't about safety. It isn't about convenience at all. The first step will be, hey, you want to go to a Giants game? Bills game? Hey, just have your pass. Look, it's simple. It's on your phone. It's a digital passport. Come on. Simple. And then once that happens and people get accustomed to it, we will become accustomed to it. And then watch. Somebody is not going to have it and someone's going to get sick in some way and they're going to say see it's that digital passport thing they should have had that look at this person who died you're cruel and mean you better accept it you better accept it because here comes the next piece insurance companies jump on board oh you allow people to come into your facility and they don't have the digital passport Oh, yeah, we're going to raise your insurance. We're going to raise your insurance now. So now you can't compete against others. Oh, we're going to raise your, your, your insurance when it comes to your employees too, because now they're at risk. So we're going to raise your insurance on that too. Oh, you didn't have it? Why didn't you? Someone got sick? We're going to sue you. Now you're going to watch the trial lawyers jump on board like, yes. All right. I can't sue the big companies because they're protected by government. So I can't sue them. But I sure as hell can sue every entrepreneur who doesn't take the pass and someone gets a cold. I'm hammering them. You might say, Larry, come on. This is just for COVID. And once we have herd immunity, we'll just stop it. Of course we will. Because wait a minute, when's the last time a government program stopped? I can't remember. Yeah. Am I exaggerating? Am I wrong on this? Give me a call. 585-346-3000. Larry Sharp here on a free solution. Back after the break. A free solution. 
Hey everybody, Larry Sharp here on Our Free Solution. Also a host, by the way, of the Sharp Way Show. Please feel free to follow me on all the cool internet things. How about Twitter? Follow me on that. Or Facebook, whatever. The Sharp Way, I appreciate it. Here, WYSL, Rochester, New York. W-E-N-Y, E-N-I, Elmira and Corning, The Patriot. And W-A-C-K, Newark, New York. 585-346-3000. So happy to have you guys here today. At the end of the last segment, I was talking about this going away. You know, look, when COVID's gone, then it'll all go away. Now, already, this happened last week. They're talking about moving it now for also measles and flu shots. Yeah, measles and flu are next. Now, to be clear, again, am I against you personally deciding to have some form of blockchain app that keeps all of your medical history on it that you can share when you want to? Of course not. And that will be a wonderful thing. For you to decide if you wanted to do it, you could share it with your doctor or your hospital. I think it's an amazing idea. Good for you. But that would mean you would choose it and you would pay for it. I'm okay. Good on you. You would share it with who you want to share it with. The world, if you want to, up to you. This is funded by, right now, New York State. Yes, every New Yorker is paying for it. We're paying for it. We now have a $208 billion budget up about 13, 14 billion from the year before while COVID hits. We're gonna have such a deficit, I don't know what to do. It's so embarrassingly bad. But they're already thinking about it, moving to the next level. This is not going away. This is now gonna be your health for everyone to check out when they want to, decide what rules they want. And okay, they may only get an X or a check mark whatever that is, right? They may only get that. So your, your argument would be, Larry, they won't know that I've had chemo or they won't know that, I, that I'm HIV positive or whatever, right? They won't know that. They'll just get an X. Yeah, but as they create whatever rules they want to get into the facility and you get the X, they'll know something's wrong with you. Isn't that discriminatory? What if you're born with it? What if you have an actual problem where you can't get a vaccine or you or something like that? Or you're born with diabetes? Whatever the case may be. Are we are we putting armbands on? Do you know what I'm talking about? Is that what we're doing? Anyway, let me grab a call if I can. This is Nate. Nate, how are you, sir? I'm very well, Larry. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for calling. What's going on? Well, I wanted to talk to you about this uh, vaccine uh, passport thing and uh, ask you if you had any plans for Wednesday. Tell me what's going on Wednesday, my friend. Well, a bunch of us are heading to D.C. to, to protest this whole thing. You guys are heading down to D.C.? Yeah, I'm making signs as we speak, buddy. Oh, you are the sign maker. I know you are, Nate. Oh, my God. So, yes, all right, sir. Wednesday in D.C., how does someone find out information on this? Not D.C., Albany. Oh, Albany. Okay. Yeah. D.C. would have been nutty. I love it, though. So, Albany, 
How does someone find out information about Albany? Uh, well, there's an event page. Uh, if you just go to Facebook and look for events that have to do with protesting the vaccine passport being implemented April 2nd, if you type those words, then you should find it, no problem. There we go. I love it. Noon, you said? Noon, yes, sir. Noon in Albany. I love it. I don't know if I can make it. I appreciate it. Let me see if I can. I will, uh, I'll bug you this week on Facebook to see if I can make it. All right. Very good. I appreciate that. Absolutely, my friend. Is that all you want to talk about was the event? Uh, well, that was about it. Um, I also wanted to ask you if you are familiar with what company has the contract through New York State to do this. Uh, is it IBM? Yes, sir. I'm, yeah, IBM. Yeah. It's, and, uh, you it's always the big companies. Really, I'm sorry? It's always big companies. They grift on the government. Yes, sir. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but you mentioned the armbands earlier, but IBM has a history that stretches back to that time as well and place. I am not surprised. I yeah. am not surprised. Nate, my friend, thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. It was good talking to you, Larry. All righty. Have a good one. Well, there we go. We're not going to be in D.C. Don't go to D.C. at noon. Go to Albany. There we go. For those of you not in New York, that's uh, that's our capital. Noon, I will see what I can do. I actually don't know what I'm doing that day. I'll be checking in. I'm just a pawn. People move me around. So we'll see what happens if, if I'm there or not. So I appreciate that. But I want to grab, if I can, a couple of comments. A lot of, a lot of people are commenting on the interwebs. So let me grab a couple if I can. So, um, ah, people are talking about it. Leslie saying protest. Absolutely. Mike says they're going to tattoo numbers in our arms next. The amount of people who are linking this to that time period, it's everywhere. It is absolutely everywhere. And it's driving me crazy because usually, you, maybe some of you have known this, you've heard the uh, Godwin's Law. Godwin's Law is a rule on the internet that every argument eventually goes down to Germany. Nazi Germany. Every argument goes down to that. It's called Godwin's Law. And usually, it's exaggerated, it's not real, it's okay, everybody's Hitler, right? That kind of thing. But this one, I mean, it's almost eugenics, isn't it? Isn't it almost that? Yeah. Dottie says, yellow stars. Absolutely. Aaron says, reminds you of the past, right? Wow. Keep going. It just keeps going. Yes. Key says, come on, man. It's 2021. Your phone will work until the microchips are disinsensitive. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Let me grab the call if I can. I have Hannah. Not even from New York. How are you, Hannah? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing great. Talk to me. Yeah, I guess my big question is, you know, this does seem pretty terrifying. How do you like how do we get out of this? What's the what's our way to prevent this? Is it go to Florida, you know? Well, the funny thing is two things. One, people always say, Larry, you talk about New York so much, and I don't live in New York, so why do I care? I tell you this all the time, and people don't hear me. 
New York State is the battleground state. Our governor will push as hard as he possibly can. And when he gets stopped, when we stop him here, the rest of the country stops. This is where the battleground is. He pushes as far as he can, and the rest of the country follows. If this goes through and works, I'm sorry, isn't a disaster. I should say, isn't a disaster. Every other state will follow behind. New Jersey will follow, Connecticut. Every state will eventually follow. The odds of there being a federal mandate or federal guidelines, very high, within a year or two. Because as states start to do it, they'll beg for some regulation. They'll get it. It'll be because of your safety, and that will happen. How do we fight it? Generally speaking, we have to provide an alternative. If there's no alternative, the people will accept whatever the government gives them. You can't just go, this isn't good. This isn't good doesn't solve the fear. Remember, the government stokes fear constantly. You see it in the media. You see it all the time. So people get afraid. And remember, most things that people hate happened because of afraid Americans. We have it now. Afraid Americans. Oh, my God. COVID's going to kill us all. We can't go out and have our normal life. Government says, here's the pass. I've saved you. If we don't accept an alternative, we will go down this road. As libertarians, we tell ourselves a lie. And that is that everybody wants to be free. Everybody wants their problem solved. Freedom, eh, they'll take or leave it. Hannah, stay in line with me. Larry, Sharp, here, a free solution. Back after the break. Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website. There hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals. But don't take my word for it. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. If your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals, give the professionals at Simple Tech Innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Hey, it's Larry Sharp here on A Free Solution. WYSL, Rochester, New York. WENYENI, Elmira, according to Patriot, and WACK in Newark, New York. Please follow us on Facebook. Follow us on YouTube. This is a cool show. It's on every day of the week. Uh, not just me. Also, the, the super cool Kevin Wilson's on. And the extra super cool, Andrew Hollister, is also on the show, too. Come on. You can't beat this. So please follow us. I appreciate it. Um, I was 
on the phone talking with Hannah. Hannah, are you still there? Yes, Larry. I still have you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for calling all the way from Iowa. I appreciate it. So I talked about the idea of coming up with some other alternative. Because people are saying, well, this is the answer. Let's do this. What's the answer? So first is have an alternative. But even if you don't, if you get enough people to resist and to say no, it can work. But not resisting the government. You can talk about resisting the government. That's awesome. But you actually want to resist the venues. Because the people who are actually pushing this are the people making the money. So if you go, I'm not going to obey your law or whatever the rule regulation is. And by the way, this is voluntary. That's how they get you. It's not going to help. You have to be able to say, I'm not going to support the venue. I'm not going to support the insurance company. I'm not going to support the baseball team. Insert thing here. And man, that's hard. That's not easy. Uh, what I'm asking is not easy at all. But what they've done is they made this voluntary, in theory. So you can't really fight the law, can you? It's the soft mandate. They don't say you must have it. They simply say you can't really exist in society if you don't have it. And that's the issue. Does that at least answer your question, Hannah? Yeah, I guess I would just follow up and say, you know, I'm a libertarian that probably falls into a very common trap of, why can't the alternative just be freedom or just be leave me alone? You know, like um, yep. that sort of thing. And so I understand what you're saying from a strategic place. It's just real hard to um, think of there like having to create an alternative for me to just restore my own rights back. Yes, I, I wish you were right. But again, remember, libertarians, we're maybe 3% of the population. So we're outgunned, we're outnumbered, and most people just want their problem solved. So if we can't find a libertarian solution, a free solution, the name of the show, if we can't find that, people aren't going to follow us. One of the reasons why people constantly followed what I was talking about is I came up with answers and solutions. Literally, for those of you who don't know, you can go to my Sharp Way YouTube page and see a playlist that says COVID-19 responses March 2020, a year ago. I gave the actual solutions for this, how to make this actually work, because I knew this was going to happen. If we don't have an answer, sadly, freedom is not good enough. Did I answer your question, Hannah? Yes. Thank you so much for talking to me. I'm a big fan. Of course. Thanks, Hannah. I appreciate it. All right. I want to come to the call if I can. This is Mike from Chai Lai. By the way, Chai Lai is spelled chili, but it's Chai Lai. <laughs> so, yes. Hi, Larry. How, how are you, you doing Mike? today? I'm doing, I'm doing good. pretty good. Yourself? I'm doing great. Thanks. Hey, I got a, I got a point that I don't think anybody's brought up yet. I believe this is racist. We have okay, tell me why. Of people, I think we have hundreds of thousands of people that are coming up through our southern border that are now going to be discriminated against because these people are not going to be in the system. And wow. They, I think you, you have, have a valid have, point, Mike. Which means, right, the hospitality industry is takes a huge chunk of undocumented workers. Huge chunk of them, right? Hotels, restaurants, a huge chunk. Does that mean one of two things? 
are they simply going to ignore those and simply say the customers have to have it and the workers don't? Is it going to be that discriminatory? Or are they going to lie? Or is the hospitality industry going to fight this? Or more importantly, are they then going to use this as a way to document the undocumented? That's what I was thinking. Yes. It's either, it's either the hospitality will make these people a servant class. Yep. Or or they'll just go the other total way and just make um, open uh, um, amnesty. Yeah, for, you know, uh, I could definitely see them creating yet another armband, right? Another armband. You are the service class people, so you get this pass. So you that's how you are. Oh, you're one of them. Making it literally a second-class citizenry. I can see that. Yeah. Or just lying. And, and just many of the businesses now are lying. They just don't talk about undocumented workers. Or all they do is they ask for, you know, do you have a number I can use to pay taxes on? And it's their sister, it's their brother, it's a cousin who has like, you know, nine people on, on his or her social security number, that kind of thing. So it, it looks like Jorge made a million dollars last year. Nuts, 17 people, salaries. <laughs> That's why, all on the one social security number. So maybe they all share the same pass? Mike, you brought up a very valid point. What do you think the answer is? Tell me. What's going to happen? Thank you. I have no answer to it, but I figure I'd throw that out to you. No, I love it. You've just made another problem. I don't know how this is going to work. Right? Government eventually will have to... Ah, Mike, you, you've... Let me talk through this. Thank you for this call so much. This oh, is going to be the reason why we have to make it official. Because there's going to be fraud. And it's going to be because of undocumented workers. And the right will jump on board saying, we need to protect American citizens. And the left will jump on board saying, it's not fair for the undocumented. They have to be able to get vaccinated too. Mike, you've just made things worse. <laughs> Thank you for your help, Mike. I appreciate it. Good call. So <laughs> let me grab a couple of a couple more comments. Well done. I think he's right. I, I think he has a, a a valid, you know, point. Absolutely. So let me keep going if I can. All right. Um Live for President 2024. Thank you. I appreciate that, but let's move on. I, I do appreciate that. Thank you. Um, no one likes a totalitarian government. I'm not sure that's true, Kyle. I think that there are enough Americans. I don't know how many. I don't know how big that number is. But there are enough Americans who would happily take a benevolent dictatorship if they thought it was their guy or their gal. I think many would. There are people now talking about vaccines being a human right. If, if you go down that road, that vaccines are a human right, then government has to enforce it. And that's already happening, right? Healthcare, human right. Housing, human right, right? Everything's a human right. And as I keep moving forward, who enforces a human right? Totalitarian governments, if it gets too bad. What else can you do? I think more people than you would imagine 
would absolutely accept a totalitarian government as long as they believed that it was benevolent. We all know that's not a thing, but people believe it. And it was their guy or gal, right? If you lean right, it's got to be a right-leaning, you know, dictator. If you lean left, it's got to be a left-leaning dictator, which is why you hear me say the same thing. Whether you go left or right, it always ends up in dictatorship or oligarchy at least. Absolutely. So there we go. Um, not everyone is vaccine eligible. Allergies are fairly prevalent in my family. We have non-vax family members because they can't. Do they intend to blatantly discriminate? I think the answer is yes. Now, there'll probably be some special, you know, blue dot or something that says you're exempt. But now what do you have to do? You're going to have to go to the government to get that exemption. Fill out forms, tell people your issues, or just be rich. Either one of those will work, right? I'm wealthy, I get my blue dot. I'm not wealthy, I jump through hoops, and maybe I get them. And then, of course, will some people say, you can only have a certain percentage of blue dot people in there. And what I've also heard, and you have too, is that the people who don't get the vaccine, they're scammers. This is what I've heard. They're scammers. They're taking advantage of everybody else who gets the vaccine and then they don't get it. See, they're freeloaders. So if you get your blue dot, are you a freeloader now? Do you become a second class citizen? So if you have an allergy <clears throat> or if you're pregnant or whatever the case may be and you can't get that vaccine, are you now a freeloader? You don't, you don't pay your fair share? Is that who you are? This doesn't end well, right? Wherever that goes, it, it doesn't end well. Absolutely. Maria, she says, thank you for talking about it. And this is one of the first days I'm not actually wearing your hoodie that you gave me. Many of you see a hoodie that I wear that says Larry Sharp for governor. The person right now who has just sent me a note, Larry, uh, thank you for talking about it is a, a lovely woman named Maria. She got me that. I still wear it. Thank you. Yes. So, all right. If if Larry goes, I'm calling out work that day. I'm not sure I'm going, Rebecca. I'll see what I can do. I appreciate that. I will, I will see, what, see what I can do here. But I want to... Let me go to one more spot if I could. The voluntary piece. What people are saying is, Larry, why are we fighting this? It's voluntary. I have to talk about what Mike talked about. What Mike really brought up, and again, thank you so much for that call, Mike. That was very good. I'm so glad I take calls. Stuff like this happens. It's great. It may not be specifically what Mike said. It may not be the undocumented workers that do it. But there will be some spark that will get the government to go, Oh, we have to step in. We have to make more rules or regulations or we'll set up a commission. There already, by the way, is a vaccine credentialing institute, the VCI, that already exists. Yes, it does. Of course it does. And of course, the VCI has a bunch of large businesses involved. Of course it does. So there'll be some spark that'll say, 
government has to step in to regulate this. We'll set up a commission. When we do that, what could go wrong? When governments set up health boards, what could go wrong? A lot could go wrong. This is a big deal. And I said it before and I'll say it again. The reaction to COVID, the government reaction, is gonna hurt us for a long time in the future. What do you think? Give me a call, 585-346-3000. Larry Sharp, our free solution, back after the break. A free solution. Hey, thank you for giving me a couple minutes of your afternoon. Larry Sharp here on A Free Solution, WYSL, Rochester, New York, W-E-N-Y-E-N-I, Elmira Corning, The Patriot, W-A-C-K in Newark, New York. Thank you so much yet again for giving me a few minutes. You know, people in the chat, and chat's reactive today, and the people in the chat are talking about microchipping. And I, and I get that. When I talk about the idea of microchipping people, and I bring it up once in a while, it's not a common thing I bring up. It sounds very conspiratorial. Oh my God, Larry, the microchipping, number of the beast, what's wrong with you? And I get that. But I want you to realize something. And I keep bringing up Mike. Mike, thank you so much for the call. What happens when there is an incident? Say, for example, someone's pass is stolen or you know someone puts in the wrong number whatever happens something bad happens and now someone gets covid or flu or measles or whatever is the new thing they do and they die and now they sue see you, you can't trust the passport because of this or for that there has to be a safer way i know voluntary microchipping so your passport doesn't get stolen Note I said voluntary. Larry, who's going to volunteer to get microchipped? Already happening. Already been happening for years. Some of you know this already. Some of you don't. People have been voluntarily microchipping themselves for years. They microchip dogs and cats. It's been happening for years also. It's, it's a thing. Could you imagine? Just for a second. They, tell them, they start talking about microchipping humans. What will happen? Let the grifting begin. 330 million mandatory customers plus upgrades and updates and fixing and repairing. Oh my God. Let the grifting begin. You might say, Larry, do, would we accept that? We're already doing it. Now, am I against microchipping? I'm not. I'm not against vaccines. None of that stuff. I'm not against you having an app that has all of your data on it. Good on you. I'm always against government mandates because then we do things because it makes money. And not that I'm against making money. I'm not. Please make money. I want you all to make lots of money. So please make lots of money. What I don't want you to do is to make money because the government decides that you're correct and everyone's forced to buy your product. I would prefer you to buy things that you want when you want to buy them. That's what I would prefer. And I would like more competition. 
so that you can pick the product or service that works for you. This goes back to my alternative piece. When Hannah and I were talking earlier, I mentioned there's only one option, the government. If you don't provide another option, people go with that option because they want to solve a problem. So they go with an option. My issue here is, imagine if we instead had two or three or four different companies telling us that they had a, an answer. Maybe one was a microchip. Maybe one was a, a physical card. And maybe one was a pass on your phone. And we could pick the ones that we want if we want them at all. And then it wouldn't be centralized control. Because here's the piece that most people aren't getting. The assumption is, and for you libertarians, your head's going to explode, is that if government does it, now it's fairer and better because it's not in the market. That's how most Americans actually think. Well, it's not in the market, so the government will do it and the government will be fair. There will be no discrimination. Everything will be safe because it's government. But as always, government's a monopoly. Since when is monopoly good? Since when do you get good service from monopoly? Remember when you only had one choice for your cable provider and there wasn't a dish or there wasn't streaming services or there wasn't other stuff? Was your service good? No, it was garbage because it was a monopoly. That's how it works. Then they create lists. So I'll ask you, what if you make a mistake? And you don't have this disease they say you have or you did get vaccinated and they say you didn't. How are you going to change that? Go through a government organization? Well, that works well. Doesn't it? Ask the millions of people who couldn't get uh, who couldn't get unemployment insurance. How about that? That didn't work so well. How's this going to work? It's not. Government is always two things: a monopoly and a jobs program. So now, when people have to, of course, the private sector—I'm doing air quotes now—is going to come up with a plan, whatever that plan is. It'll be one company, like an IBM, in New York State, that gets the monopoly. And then you're going to have to somehow administer it. So you got to now have new government workers to administrate it. So when do they go away? Never. They get bigger. And then there'll be a New York State Vaccine Credentialing Commission. And they have to make money too. This never goes away. This is why I'm so against government so many times. I'm not against blockchain. I'm not against you deciding to vaccinate yourself. I'm not against you deciding to give your information or microchip yourself. Go ahead. But once government says it, everyone begins to get microchipped. And then it isn't just, you know, whether you got vaccinated. Now it's, now it's oh, when the hospital people come by, they're going to check your chip and get all your data. And you're telling me no one's going to be able to hack that and go by and check you out and get all your data? And then, here's the worst part, ransomware it? You don't give me $100,000? No one can get your, uh, your information? We are opening up a horrible box. And government will force it. There'll be no competition. There'll be no way of making things work if, if things go bad. We need a real solution. A free solution. The name of the show. Guys, thank you so much for today. Thank you for your calls. And the chat was super active. I'll try to answer some after the show. Uh, Thank you again. I will see you all very soon.